Welcome, deep thinkers. This is Living in My Mind, the podcast. Let's try and free our minds to live in them. Huh? Wait, what? And we are back to another episode. This is episode three, and we're very happy. I was thinking, like, maybe I should start naming my episodes, but I just feel like I like it being called episode three, but at the same time, I talk about such random things that, like, naming the episode kind of, like, should sum it all up in one, and it probably won't do that, so I don't... I don't know. For now, they're just going to be called episodes. If I come up with something, then, you know, you'll see it implemented. (laughs) Look at me trying to... Okay, anyway. So, uh, how's everyone's week been? Mine's has been um, pretty good, actually. I'm having a pretty good week. Had a pretty good week or whatever. But... um, there's a lot of crazy weird things happening in our country and I'd say weird it's weird to me cuz you know I'm I'm sure you guys are tired of hearing it and I'm sure you've been seeing it everywhere but like yeah people want to make decisions for other people we all know what I'm talking about but that's not what we are <clears throat> going to be talking about today that's not what my episode is based on Because honestly, like, I'm tired of it and tired of talking about it. And I know we still need to do a lot of things and blah, blah, blah. Just, it's kind of dumb to keep talking about it when there's really no solution or nothing to be done at this time. So, my episode is actually, I want to talk about the verses that just happened between Mario and, and Omarion. Because, well, first, I'm really big fans of both. Um, I was a B2K fan growing up, and I was a Mario fan, so I was just so excited when I saw that the Versus was coming. I was like, this, like, it was, I made it a party, like, not a party, but, like, a little get-together, like, I was like, people come over, watch the Versus at my house, like, because these are two artists that I'm very familiar with that I love so much, and I'm so excited to see them go up against one another, even though I can say that I knew Mario was going to win, in a sense where, like, I know both artists very well. So, it was, to me, it was no-brainer. Like, I was just like, yeah, Mario's definitely going to beat Omarion. Like, Omarion, I love you. I've always been such a big B2K fan. I always will be a B2K fan and an Omarion fan because Omarion was actually my favorite in the group. Um, but you're nothing without B2K. In a sense where, like, I, I hate to say nothing because that's, like, so mean. But, like, you know, you're, I could just talk about B2K for, like, hours and you guys will get totally bored of this podcast and you'll be like, I didn't come on this podcast to listen to you talk about B2K. But, like, just, I knew Mario was going to win. And I'm, I still had a great time watching the verses. Like, it was still, like, and it's crazy because I'm a big fan of Pretty Ricky, too, so it was nice to see Pleasure P do pretty ricky songs and like i like bobby v songs too and you know sammy and ray j are always cool so i think overall the verses was great it was a lot of fun it was entertaining and that was the best part about it i know a lot of people were like upset that 
you know, Mario and Omarion get to do a versus because they think they're not as popular. But, you know, people still like them, just like there's people out there that didn't like, you know, that don't listen to Teddy Riley or Babyface. I just said two really big artists that like most black people or most most people listen to. But whatever, like I'm just saying not everyone knows their catalog. Not everyone's going to know everyone's catalog that's on Versus, but you should just definitely like give everybody a chance and totally watch it if you're interested. And that's that. But um, it was very entertaining and I enjoyed myself. I, I enjoyed it. I hope you guys enjoyed it too. And I was, I'm just happy for Mario as well because I feel like I can't believe so many people didn't know how talented he was or just didn't have a clue about like his music and I'm just happy that he finally got to show people and let people know that like you know he's lit he's been lit since he's come out like since his first single dropped like but for some reason he just never got the recognition I feel like he deserves. And I feel like he's getting that now. And I'm so happy for him. And his career should just keep flourishing. Because honestly, if you think about it, how many of the people from his era can really sing like he can now? Like he really held his craft down. Like, and he doesn't seem like he's like on drugs or like, you know, going through it. And, you know, I don't know him personally, but just because I follow him as well. And just from what I follow, he just seems like he's always been such a, like, on-point guy. Like, he's just always, like, done music. Music is his everything. And, like, he really is a gifted person when it comes to that. So I'm just happy for him and ha- glad that, like, everyone's starting to see that now. And everyone, like, can really respect Mario and give him his flowers, as people say now. I, I kind of, like, don't like that term because in a sense where it's, like, like, I understand you're just giving them props. Like, that's pretty much saying that. But then, like, giving them flowers just sounds so sad. Like, like someone, like, passed away or something. I don't know. I just, like, I know that's a term now, but I just personally think it's, like, kind of morbid. Or maybe my mind is just morbid. But, like, it kind of is. So, I don't know. I'm sorry about that. But yes, the verses was great. I had a good time. Um, they did a lot of throwbacks. You know what? It made me like go back to the albums and be like, oh my God, like I can't believe I haven't listened to this in like a couple years. Like it was very nostalgic. Like just listening to some of the tracks reminded you, reminded me of like what I was doing at that time or where I was at that time or just like it just made me feel great. Like I had such a good time watching the verses. Like, it's crazy. I know I, d- I wasn't on Instagram watching it. I actually watched it on YouTube through my television. So I didn't really get to interact with everyone on Instagram. But I know they got like, I think half a million views or people tuned in. And altogether, like, mil- like I think it was m- more than millions. <laughs> Look, I don't know the statistics. I'm just like kind of making it up in my head. I'm just assuming from looking at how many people were on YouTube and Instagram after the fact, I'm sure it was over a million or two. And again, I'm just throwing numbers out there. Um, Everything's based off my mind on this podcast, so there's going to be no facts. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) That's a joke. I'm going to look up stuff sometimes, I promise. Whenever my mind kind of tells me to do that, you know, I, I will. 
it'll happen. But, um, yes, so the Versus was a great, a great show, in a sense, for Mario. But for Omarion, it kind of opened people's eyes, kind of showing that, like, you know, is Omarion that talented? Or, like, was he really just dancing this whole time and we really didn't notice that he didn't sing that well? And, like, for me, it's, like, I always knew Omarion's voice was mediocre. And, like, even as a fan, like, I would love B2K songs to listen to them all day and stuff. But then I just knew, I was just, like, you know, like, you know real, like, true people that can sing, like... It's like B2K, and then you have people like, you know, like the Avants, the Joes, the Marios, and the Lloyds. Like, those are like true talented singers that can take their voice to the next octave, to another level, play with it, you know? And then there's Omarion, who just sings a really nice, cute love song, and it's like, oh, that's so sweet. And I'm not saying he wouldn't have gotten better with his vocals, but because of all the turmoil surrounding B2K and the breakup and everything and I feel like that's the reason his voice never really got to flourish like if so many bad things are happening around you and you know that affects you and eventually I'm also I want to just say shout out to Jay Boog for finally letting all the B2K fans know exactly what transpired with the breakup I feel like we've kind of been waiting for that and that just never happened and unfortunately it had to happen with them beefing online but I'm glad to know what like what transpired and honestly I believe everything that J-Bug said because it just seemed like it made sense with what happened at that at that time when they broke up like it all kind of flowed like he like was just filling in the blanks so I just want to say I appreciate that Thanks, Boogie. Okay. (laughs) The average parent thinks they are prepared for a medical emergency. They know if their child has allergies or how to call 911. But the average parent doesn't know how to treat severe burns or what to do when a child isn't breathing. Maybe you should ask yourself, do I want to be an average parent? You can't always prevent emergencies, but you can be better prepared. So talk to your healthcare provider or call 188-ASK-HRSA. Disaster victims need your help. The American Red Cross provides victims of disaster with food, shelter, counseling, and more. Your support for the American Red Cross Disaster Relief Funds helps victims of thousands of disasters across the country each year. To make a contribution, contact the American Red Cross today. Call 1-800-RED-CROSS or visit redcross.org. Okay, so social media has been like really lit lately. And um, I want to talk about uh, this, this clown for a second. And I'm calling him a clown because, I mean, just the story is just pretty much I'm talking about Caesar from Black Ink Crew, um, the Black Ink Crew, the original one, the first one that was in New York City. Well, let's talk about this guy because um, he's like such a clown to me. I just feel like we all know, well, I don't know, maybe you don't know, but I'm getting this information from a couple of different blogs on Instagram and pretty much there's footage of him beating a dog with a chair, which is just really, really bad. 
And in the video, you see him, like, you see the dog looking innocent, not, you know, doing anything, kind of just, like, walking around his house. And then he comes out, clearly he's angry about something, and he just takes it out on the dog. I think first he kicks the dog, and it looks like the dog starts bleeding, and then he takes a chair and hits the dog with the chair and proceeds to do it again, but the dog kind of, like, scurries away. Whatever. It was just really bad and like I'm a big you know I love animals even though I eat them too oh my god I can't believe I just said that but anyway I love animals dogs cats you know and it was just really like disturbing honestly it was really hard to watch him even hit the dog like I had to like I watched the video like maybe three times before I actually looked at him hit the dog like the first two times I had to look away because I was just like oh my god why like it was really bad so that happened and then he got let go from vh1 which is very like i think that makes sense but then a lot of people online were very upset because they're like oh well you know there's been allegations about this guy before saying things like you know he beat his daughter or like um he just has a lot of allegations brought against him for violence pretty much apparently and don't quote me on that because, like I said, um, I don't be fact-checking. I just be reading stuff and being like, oh, okay, that's probably true. That kind of makes sense or whatever. But I know the daughter stuff is definitely something that's circling around because people are upset that the H1 fired him based on him beating a dog, whereas beating his daughter. First of all, let me tell you something. Like, we all know don't nobody care about black women in a sense where like like the masses and stuff like it's just like 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 that that's the thing and you know there's so many like there's a million and one stories that prove that theory you know and that's why to me I think it's very surprising when people are surprised by things like this like it's like yeah we kind of know already how these people feel about us and yeah it's upsetting. Um, but why are we still acting like so surprised about it? Like, just, just pretty much there's nothing to be surprised about. I'm not surprised, you know, that they would. But, and then also in like, I don't even want to say in VH1's defense, cause I'll never like want to be on their defense. I don't know those people, but I'm just saying there is actual footage of him hurting this dog. And I don't know if there was actual footage of him hurting anyone else or whatever allegations were brought against him. And, you know, like that's that could be a trigger. Like sometimes people need to see things, you know, they're like hearsay is a lot of things. Even if you show a picture, like it's a lot of things. You kind of need video footage nowadays. And like video footage is a thing. Like that's why people pull out their phones every two seconds. And People are always like, oh, it's for the, they just want to get a viral moment. But honestly, sometimes it's to really just help people. Like pulling out your phone and videotaping stuff has really been kind of saving lives and either saving lives or putting the people that are ruining that person's said life in trouble. So I think it's fine to pull out your phones sometimes, you know, like sometimes you just need footage of things. But I'm glad VH1 did decide to let him go because, I mean, how could you treat an animal like that for no reason? And, like, what was VH1 going to say? Oh, well, I mean, the dog. 
previously bit him. Like, they had to let him go after that. There's actual footage of him being violent for no apparent reason. So, glad they made that decision. And Caesar, like, do better. Like, now he's going around talking about it. And it's like, dude, he's going around talking about it, but he's not really explaining, like, why he hit the dog. Like, he's not really talking about his anger issues or what his problem was in that video. He never broke it down in like any interview that I've seen recently of him talking about this situation. And it's like, dude, that's what you should be doing these interviews about. Breaking down to us why you did what you did in that video. But yet he just, clown, clown. Okay, and uh, the last thing we going to mention today in this um, little session of ours is the BET Awards. And I'm not just talking about the BET Awards, just something specific on the BET Awards. And it's not even that serious. I just felt like mentioning it because, like, I guess to me, I, I was just kind of looking at it like, what would I do in that position or how would I be or how would I act? And of course, I want to talk about the young Miami situation when she was, she held up a sign saying, go poppy for Diddy while he was giving his acceptance speech for something. He won some lifetime shit that don't make no sense. Anyway, it's like, nah, I'm sure it makes sense, but I don't know. Like he won it because he's been in the game for a lifetime, I guess, his whole life, most of his life. Um, anyway, so everyone was coming at her for pretty much embarrassing herself for standing up with a sign saying go poppy while he was on stage. And they were just embarrassed for her because Diddy, you know, gave his speech and thanked like all the women in his life that, you know, he was with that he didn't appreciate till they were gone. And now he's with Young Miami and exactly he's doing exactly the same thing because She's holding up a sign saying, go poppy. And he couldn't even say, I see you or something, you know, like, I see you, Miami. Like, thanks for the sign, like something. He didn't have to say thanks for the sign. That's so corny. Oh, my God. But like, he could have said something. He could have acknowledged the fact that he had this chick in the crowd, like a fan, holding up a sign, like a fan would. He didn't. So people were coming at her saying she looks stupid. But I, you know, I'm going to just say this. I could never do that, but like that's just me. There are some people out there that can, and I I commend her. I commend her in a sense where like she really knew she was gonna get a lot of shit for that. Like she just knew that people were gonna talk shit, but she didn't care. And we all know that she really does care, but she does very she does a very good job of pretending she doesn't. And I commend her for that. Congratulations. Okay, okay, really quick, really, really quick. Something positive about me. A positive affirmation that we're going to leave this episode with is that I have nice eyebrows when they're done. When they're not done, they look kind of crazy, but they're still nice. So you just have to comb them like combing hair. Okay. <laughs> We're done here. Okay, wrapping it. Spread love, 
peace and inspiration into the world. And don't be the bad guy, deep thinkers. Stay free in mind.